another edition of the Boneyard. That's right, I'm Doc. Listen, this week's podcast is going to be a special one. As you know, Veterans Day is just around the corner, November 11th to be exact. And its roots go back to the Civil War. Or after the Civil War, actually, it was known as Decoration Day. But we celebrate it as Veterans Day. And this week, I'm going to send a special love and shout out to the silent heroes behind us veterans. That's right, the families and the caregivers. And we're going to talk about that in just a few seconds after this commercial announcement. Hey everybody, this is Doc from the Boneyard. 
Hey, listen, if you're looking for a special, unique, one-of-a-kind, handcrafted gift, I challenge you to go to D's Unique Designs. That's D's Unique Designs. You can find her on Facebook. All right, we're back. Hey, listen, behind every veteran are families and caregivers. Now, a lot of times they don't get the recognition and the praise that they truly deserve. Now, they allow us to go out and serve our country, to do the job that we signed up to do, our passion, our love, and our call to service. But what about their service? Their service starts when ours ends. And I'm going to backtrack just a little bit. I just said when our service ends, well, let's go back to the beginning, when our service began. They were the silent heroes who manned the home front while we were deployed or we were on temporary duty assignment. That's right, they maintained the homestead. They took care of the children. They paid the bills. They took care of the everyday nuances that allowed us to focus on our job. Now, having said that, I will say this. They do not get the praise and the thank you for their silent service and their sacrifice. They put up with the long periods of us being gone. They also put up with the consequences of our service, especially if you served in combat and come home. They deal with the aftermath. That's right. For those of us who suffer with post-traumatic stress or PTSD, whichever flavor you decide to, to, to like, I'm getting kind of tongue tied here. But yes, they deal with our mood swings, our outbursts, our isolation, and yet they're always supportive. They're always right there to let us know that we're not alone. Now, a lot of times, we self-impose isolation on us and shut them out. I, for one, am guilty of that. I did that for years. And fortunately, I had a wonderful woman, Deanna, by my side through all that, who wouldn't give up on me, who fought the fight when I couldn't fought, fight the fight. She was my silent hero. But what cost? What cost? does that service have on our caregivers and families? Yes, they suffer right along with us, folks. They suffer in silence a lot of times. They don't have the support network, unfortunately. Unless they link up with other caregivers, they're alone. They're alone in their suffering and silent misery. Is that fair? No, I humbly regret and apologize the many, many, many years that I wasn't emotionally available for my support system and my biggest fan. I wish I could take that back, but I can't. So, I'm going to use this podcast to make amends, hopefully, to let her know that she is my rock. She is my biggest fan. And like I said before, she fought the fight 
when I couldn't. So what does that say about caregivers? That they're fucking awesome, folks. Yes, they truly are. They are our strongest ally when we are at our weakest. They show strength, immeasurable love, unconditional love. They love us through thick, through thin, through good, bad, and let's face it, the ugly. Yes, the truly ugly that can be our nature. And what do they get in return? Well, unfortunately, they get the brunt of our anger. They get the brunt of our isolation. They get all the negativity that we can provide. And like I said before, it's not fair. Why do we do it? I, you know, I wish I had an answer. I can only speculate from personal experience that we are, our correction, that I was locked up in my own eternal hell. I could not see the light of day. I had no hope for a long time. And a lot of veterans feel that way at some point in their life. When they are done with military service, they struggle, like I did, for a purpose. And standing right beside us, arm in arm, are our caregivers. They make sure that we go to our doctor's appointments, that we take our meds, they hound us relentlessly, in a good way, to be a better version of ourselves, to be that person that they know we can be, even though we don't see it ourselves. And that is a truly, truly wonderful gift. Thank you. 
And that song was the Climax Blues Band. The song came out in 1981, and it's titled, I Love You. Now, I don't know about you, but me personally, I cannot think of a better tribute and better thank you song than I Love You. And not just the fact that it's a cool tune, but listen to the message that it's sending out. Listen to the words it's saying, the meaning behind the lyrics. Gotta tell you, I got a little little choked up there when uh when I was putting this together, especially with that tune. Uh not only is it a an awesome tune uh by that British band, but uh it really hits home with this podcast. So let me throw this question out here, folks. If you are a caregiver and your spouse or significant other is the veteran and there are no resources around where you are, what do you do? I have a suggestion. The Wounded Warrior Project. They have an awesome, awesomely awesome program for veterans and more importantly, for the caregivers of those veterans. They have untapped resources. They are a huge nonprofit, obviously, but they do care about the caregivers and the families just as much as they do about our veterans. And I can't go into too many details because I don't know a lot myself, but I can say that one of this year's initiatives, or correction, one of next year's initiatives with the Wounded Warrior Project is a special program for caregivers and families. I don't know how you feel about social media. I know for me it's a necessary evil, and you got to take what's on there with a grain of salt. But on Facebook, I am looking at a couple different Facebook pages. One is Veteran Caregivers and Resources. It's a private group. Also, support for spouses and caregivers of veterans. That's also another private group. Unfortunately, if you don't live near a military installation, it gets lonely, folks. It gets it gets tough. You feel like you're isolated. You lose that support network that you had when your veteran was in the military. Unfortunately, the military does not do a good enough job looking after families and spouses after they've been discharged or medically retired. Uh, That sucks, folks. I can say from personal experience that when I got back from Iraq, I was given a DD-214, a kick in my ass, and not even so much as a, have a nice day. Uh... I kind of stumbled into the VA system, and then again, they are a necessary evil. Uh, They're getting better at veterans and caregiver care, but they still have a a hell of a long way to go. So I encourage you to look up resources. Don't feel alone. Network with other veterans, other veteran families and other caregivers, because your health, your sanity is just as important as the veterans, if not more, because like I said earlier, you are the ones behind the scenes 
keeping everything moving, keeping everybody's shit together when all hell was breaking loose. Having said that, I'm going to pose this question. What do you do for self-care? What do you do to keep your shit together while taking care of others? Do you take sufficient time to take care of your own needs? Or do those needs of others outweigh your own? I know it may sound selfish, but you deserve self-care. There is nothing wrong with you taking time for you. It is important to have that self-connection, that connection with you. And I always talk about mindfulness. Yes, that's that psychobabble word I just love to throw out. But it's true. If you can't take care of yourself, you're not effectively going to be able to take care of your veteran. Now, if you're a man and you're the caregiver, that may stomp on your uh, manhood there a little bit. I mean no disrespect. The point I'm getting at is your needs are just as important as the veteran needs and family because you are the one, you are the glue that holds all those rambling pieces together. You are that cohesive bond in that family structure. I'm going to throw another musical interlude, and God, I love to say that. It just sounds so cool. But I'm going to throw this song in there. And it's a, a special tribute and thank you to my wife, Dee. So stick around.
That song was called Helium. And I'm not exactly quite sure how to say the, the woman's name who sings it, but it's spelled S-I-A. I'm not sure if it's Sia, Sia, or what have you. I didn't want to screw it up too bad. Hey, listen, folks, I'm going to cut it a little short this week. Uh, just remember that this is a Whiskey Niner One production. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions, please feel free to drop me a line at the Boneyard2021 at yahoo.com. That's the Boneyard2021 at yahoo.com. Also, we have a Facebook page, the Boneyard2021 on Facebook. Remember, it's not the meat, the fat, the gristle. It's just the bare bones. I'll see you next time.